Welcome to the Burbs Minute Podcast, quite possibly the greatest Steve Bonner movie ever made. I'm Jeff Barry. And I'm Chris Derkash. And this week we are covering Minute 53 of the Burbs, which begins with the Rumsfelds and Petersons walking across the street to the Klopex, and ends with Hans staring at Carol. And we are joined once again by the wonderful, the most beloved man on the internet, Oh, hey. John J. Gallo. Ooh. Yes. Good Good evening, Crime Stoppers. <laughs> Go back to the last episode. I'm McGruff the Crime Dog. This kid is missing. <laughs> Art's missing. No, Walter's missing. <laughs> Walter's Wal- missing. Walter's missing. Help take a bite out of crime. Ooh, a femur. <laughs> take a bite out of femur and find, find Walter. Take a bite out of Walter's femur. Yes, I'm glad to be back once again, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, so we get the uh, – Joe Dante is nice enough to give us a nice, long tracking shot of the four of them walking, you know, 65 feet to their neighbor's house. And Rumsfeld's music's playing the whole time. Yeah, the the, the reused <laughs> Jerry Goldsmith score from Patton. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Rumsfeld's carrying a plate of brownies up in the air. As yeah. called last minute. <laughs> He's carrying it like a waiter at a fancy restaurant bringing you something. Yeah. <laughs> Although I'll give him this, at least he is carrying them. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he didn't make the wife carry them. And as he's walk, as they're walking across the street carrying a plate of brownies, you know what I noticed? The trash man only pick up trash that's in cans. Oh yeah, the trash is still laying in the middle of the street. The trash is still laying in the middle of the street. <laughs> they said specifically they get paid to pick up garbage out of cans. That's what Dick Miller said. <laughs> <laughs> and when Dick Miller tells you something, he means it. He said, yeah. "I pick up garbage in cans." Just don't let him handle toys. That's the only thing you can't let him handle. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Oh, did I just realized, um, did Mrs. Rumsfeld get changed? This yeah. That's the outfit I thought she had on at the house. Or did she just throw a top on? I'll tell you that. Maybe it was a top. She had like a red skin tight outfit. Well, she's also got a bow in her hair now, she didn't before. Uh, okay. She's got a, yeah, she had a red skin tight like tank top on before, and she's got a matching bow in her hair now. All right, so there's only two things that could have happened. One, she went – well, if that was her house, she went upstairs and got changed. Or she thought that was not appropriate for the Klopax. Yeah, she's – it's it's like from one cutscene to the next, she's got that tank top on, then they walk outside, and she's got this outfit on. Yeah, it was appropriate enough for the two other neighbors to see it, the two other male neighbors, <laughs> not <laughs> maybe, the Klopax. Maybe she caught Art staring at her in that tank top and wanted to cover up a little bit. <laughs> well, I, I, I showed you that. I think I put that up on the website, the, the cutscene. Oh yeah, there's a cutscene with Art looking at her when she's outside gardening. <laughs> Somebody on the uh, Burbs community, global community, said he's got a, a cutscene where Art comes out and is whistling at her while she's gardening too. That's it. That's that scene. He comes out and whistles <laughs> at her. Okay. When, when they're in uh, Ray's garage. Yeah. He whistles at her, and then Rumsfeld says something, and she just laughs it off. <laughs> because as we said, with her whole weird Ricky Butler thing. Yeah, she's totally okay with the amount of attention she gets. Oh, definitely, yeah. That is one big pile of trash in the street, too. I just, I just went past it again. <laughs> well, they threw out half a garbage truck full of stuff. That's true. For, when they thought they were looking for a body, they felt the need to go through, like, 18 trash bags. Yeah, they didn't find that. I mean, little by little, too, throwing bags of chips out. And, and uh, Ray, for some reason, says, can't we do this tomorrow? Tomorrow, Carol. <laughs> 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 Well, he's, probably because he's ha- he's probably still having uh, he oh, excuse me he probably has like PTSD from that dream he had. <laughs> this is true. Oh, I'm saying, yeah, we went back to that. He is a broken man. 
Yeah. That dream snapped him. He woke mm-hmm. up. He watched Mr. Rogers for what I can only tell was probably two hours straight. <laughs> yeah, he's just... sitting outside. He's just trying to get some goddamn sleep. <laughs> and these idiots come over. They're throwing stuff over the fence. They're waking him up. He's crushing beer cans. <laughs> Yeah. It's mostly it's mostly Art's fault though if you think oh. about it the, between the the skip thing and I'm pretty sure we said that in the first couple of minutes that this is mostly Art's fault the whole yeah. thing <laughs> <laughs> this whole movie from beginning to end is Art's fault yeah yeah when when outside people are are, are telling you the, the same things you know you know it's got to be real I mean right right from the first what ten minutes of this movie after he's shooting at the crows and comes over and immediately starts in on the Klopax. <laughs> right. As soon as he gets there. Like I like, Car- I like Carol's line. Yeah, we'll probably find out more to- in five minutes in a friendly chat than you guys can in a month of snooping around. <laughs> <laughs> which which goes back to the point we made before. I feel like this is not the first neighbor they snooped on. Right. Mm. We ha- we have a theory that they chased the old neighbors out that lived at the Klopax house. <laughs> What were, they, what were their names? The Naps. The Naps, yeah. I also have a further theory. There's another house on this street that's never – it's right next to Walter's house on the other side between, I think, Walter's and Rumsfeld's house that I, that neighbor's never identified. They're never – they never interact with them. I think it's that neighbor Terry, stays inside. Terry Hatcher. Stay, yeah. He just, they just stay inside to stay away from them. <laughs> like these people are all psychotic. I'm just staying inside. Who was the one that was fired before the end of the show? Fel- uh, was it Felicity Hoffman? No, it wasn't Felicity Hoffman. It was the other blonde Oh, chick. The, the Russian chick from Spy Hard. Why do you yeah, guys... it was it's the other blonde chick that was on there. Uh, Nicolette Sheridan. Wow. Nice pull. <laughs> <laughs> I've I never just... watched a piece of the show for obvious reasons. Oh, uh, yes. I, I, I bet you I don't, didn't. I don't subscribe to that show, but I, I know who was on it and who was fired. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. You didn't like the show. You just love gossip. <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, I, I got. I I'm an occasional internet writer. <laughs> occasionally, <laughs> very occasionally. <laughs> it's like now I just need someone to pay me to do it. Uh, and then I'll do it all the time. <laughs> so they, they hit the bottom step of the porch, and the crow calls. The crow calls again. <laughs> of course, because they're at their house. <laughs> and again, the streets wet. I told you the streets wet in every scene because they wet it down before they shoot. Because it's supposed to look better, is that why? Yes. It's it's the excess from the flash flood, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a run over. <laughs> and uh, Ray is he's back to his all blue outfit with his short shorts again. Yeah. Really yeah, short yeah. shorts. Yeah, and Carol knocks on the doorbell and has no pro- or not the doorbell the knocker. And she does yeah, not no get attacked bees. by bees. <laughs> no foaming squirrel. And she says something that's almost impossible in this movie. She says, everybody just act normal. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think normal is a sliding scale. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when Rumsfeld's got a knife on his side. What? If you look at the scene where they're, they're going up the door, they hit that bottom step. It looks like he's got a knife on the side of his coat. Like on his right hip? On his right hip. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I, he, I'm he was, to, I can't tell if it's just the flap of his. He's wearing – it's not that, but he's wearing almost like an army, like, lightweight field jacket. Yeah. I swear I that's a knife on his head. I can't tell. I, I'm looking at the scene where he, he drops the brownies. He steps into the hole. <laughs> he drops the brownies. Yeah. Which is just a – which is a great Bruce Stern moment. Like we said the other time when he falls down, it was a stuntman. Like, yeah. No, that's all That's all Dern right there. That's all 50-year-old Dern going down. I'll tell you what, when he falls down that last time, it looks like it's him hitting the ground. Yeah. <laughs> and then that's what brings Hans outside is him falling. Yeah. Mm. And 
the brownies go everywhere. <laughs> yeah, because they're wet. When they go to the house, the brownies are back on the plate, and there's like stuff stuck to them. <laughs> yeah, this is we get our not our first good look, but our our most recent good up close good look at a uh, Courtney Gaines as Hans. Yeah. And I gotta say, a uh, uh, bravo to the the makeup department and wh- whoever outfitted that outfit. Even the sound guy, because when they close in on him, they they play flies buzzing in the background. Yeah, <laughs> around. Sticks, yeah. He has maybe the worst beard I've ever seen outside of Andrew Luck. <laughs> he's he's like an Amish ginger man. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> it's it, it is a truly truly horrific beard. His eyes are all purple. <laughs> right before that, Rumsfeld says, there go the goddamn brownies. Yeah. <laughs> and this scene is like a cartoon. Like, everybody stops and is looking at Rumsfeld because he fell, and that's when Hans pops out. Like, nobody even notices him. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I had the scene end, and he, he's staring at Carol. Yeah, almost face-to-face face with Carol. Yeah, where I'm trying to – and right where it cuts is she's just saying, welcome to Mayfield Place, we're your neighbors. <laughs> so the way he's staring at her, I'm trying to say, is he staring at her just like, why are you up here? Or staring at her like, ooh, lady. <laughs> I couldn't tell. Uh, I mean, it could be either or. Because I, I paused it right at the end, right at 53 minutes. And, and he is not – I mean, I, I don't know how else to put this. He's not staring at her eyes. <laughs> um, he looks scarier in this movie than he did in Children of the Corn. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks way scarier in this than he does in Back to the Future. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I didn't realize he was in Back to the Future. Yeah, he's the – he's a secondary bully. He's the one that tries to take her away after Biff already got punched out. He wants to go, scram, McFly. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I was trying to place him. I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy. The guy who was uh, at the dance with Gary Riley. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Gary <laughs> Riley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the guy where you're going to let that guy take away your girlfriend after you just punched out Thomas F. Wilson? Oh, right. Is he <laughs> the size of him? You're going to let him walk away with her? Like, the other guy should have been, like, at least some sort of threat. Should have been like, I have a knife. Yeah. I have I have Rumsfeld's knife. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, his eyes are purple. He's creepy. <laughs> do, do you think Rumsfeld's knife is the same knife that was in both The Shadow and in uh, The Golden Child? <laughs> Give me the knife. I, I, I want the knife. That, that is that is the same knife, believe it or not. The same the same knife that was in the 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 sacred uh, dagger of Ajante is the is the dagger from uh, the shadow, the flying one. Well, it's a knife you take on quests. That that knife, as Paul Shear said, that knife gets work. <laughs> Knife's got a better agent than well, like we said earlier, the the dog that's in this, the one that's uh, Walter's dog. Was also in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, we were no trying to. Way. Yeah, that yeah. dog's out range. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where he went after that. Since they were on the the studio set, maybe he went to the animal actors uh, stage. Oh, I did. Uh, I know he, he, that dog has some credits. I don't remember what they were now. Do you remember any other ones that were in it? He was is in that one. like is that like Lassie three? Um, he was in Batman. Is Batman? Oh yeah, he's the or Batman two. Batman, Batman Returns. Two. Oh, the, uh, that the, dog. The, the dog poodle. with the, uh, the beauty queen. <laughs> did you look that up, or did you somehow remember that? I somehow <laughs> remember that, believe it or not. Wow, you have to uh, <laughs> you got to reassess your life. I mean, I don't know how else to put that. The dog's name is Darla. 
That dog lives to 18? Jesus. I was going to say, it's got to be dead by now, no? She's yeah. not the poodle. Just don't say poodle. Oh, God, yes. I said poodle, and I took I took help I, I said I said poodle, too. It's like a Binchon <laughs> Frisese or something. I don't know. It says something. poodle in the credits. A papillon. Yeah. It was, she was born in 1975, died in 1992. So she was like 14 when she's in this. Oh, wow. wow. She was in... Pretty old, uh, so 14. This had, she has better credits than most people. She was in 1992, Batman Returns, 1991, Erie, Indiana, 1991, Silence of the Lambs. She's got more credits than that knife. Yeah. 1990, <laughs> Coach, 89, The Burbs, 1985, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. oh. That's where she made the big As, as Dottie's dog? As the pink <laughs> poodle, uncredited. Yep. I'm a loner, Dottie, a rebel. <laughs> <laughs> Dottie! The things you couldn't understand. <laughs> Now, just saying that out loud, how is that not being done minute by minute? I was about to say that. <laughs> I would love to. Yeah, well, you, you get a new co-host, man, because be like, I love that movie. But can't uh, it's forget, be- forget this movie. I'm going to pee with you. <laughs> you just bail out halfway. <laughs> I'll have to do the last 40 minutes myself. Done. I'll just go over and uh, drain ACPN of some of their talent, take some of their guys. <laughs> <laughs> some of their guys <laughs> some of your frequent flyers so that that consists of what me and me <laughs> <laughs> all right so does anybody have anything else because i really don't want to do anymore because i have hans on my screen looking at me you never said <laughs> just a minute the minute what oh the, the guy person? oh <laughs> oh yeah i almost forgot about him because he was so it was such a last minute find steve bonner <laughs> That's Sonny Bono's brother. No. Isn't he a UFC fighter? <laughs> <laughs> no. Steve Blackman, the, the world's most dangerous man. <laughs> Steve Bonner was the in the transportation department. He was a truck driver. <laughs> is he the CEO of Cancer Treatment Centers of America? <laughs> or is that a different Steve Bonner? <laughs> I mean, they're pretty good guesses. <laughs> Again. <laughs> A guy who's just a driver has way better credits than like some of the people that are actually in the movie. His first movie was Planet of the Apes, and then he was in Mash, where he drove for. Mash. I was, I was close. Stefan Bonar is a, is a UFC. Oh. <laughs> he was the picture car mechanic on Starsky and Hutch. Wow, that's pretty cool. So you mean the real Planet, the original Planet of the Apes? The huh? 1968 Planet of the Apes. Wow. Here we go. I can I can tie it into Slycast again. He was the driver for special equipment on Fist. <laughs> and he was also he was the driver in Christine. He was in Rhinestone, too. Another, another uh, Stallone movie. He was the driver in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Did he drive the cartoon car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, he was in T2. He was one of the many drivers, I'm sure, that had to blow stuff up. Probably blew up, uh, blew up inside the car. <laughs> <laughs> he drove for 25 episodes of CSI, but I'm pretty sure everybody did. Yep. His last credit was Dirty Sexy Money. I don't know what that is. And as usual, I won't look up any further because I don't want to find out that he's dead and feel bad. Yeah, we don't, mm-hmm. we don't find out if people are dead. <laughs> like, oh. uh, Ste- but Stefan Bonner I, apparently is still alive. He's 39 and he's in the UFC Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, he's in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. The UFC Hall of Fame. I don't know where that is. You get in the Hall of Fame at 39? I guess they don't last that long, huh? Well, it's uh-huh. UFC. Yeah, so they, they, they probably they do like 12 fights and they're done. That's true. Okay. Not like WWE or like seventy going into yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, so. not not like real, not like real fighting like WWE. <laughs> they, they show up in their fifties in, in Gremlins too. 
<laughs> Where's my gremlins too, brother? <laughs> all right, are you all good now? You got your Steve Bonner information you needed? Yeah, we're good. Sure. All right. So I I'm didn't looking, know that. I'm looking. I didn't, get, I didn't get the right Steve Bonner <laughs> information, but I got it. <laughs> so uh, we went through my copious notes. Do you have anything left, Chris? No, I got nothing left. <laughs> I, I can't even look at my TV right now. I look up, and Courtney Gaines is staring back at me. What, purple eyes? He looks yeah. like he's got uh, mascara. I mean, uh, what's I don't even know what it is. Eyeliner? Is that what it is? Listen, don't pretend like you don't know what it is. <laughs> I got it on right now. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, John? You got anything else to discuss? Um, in, in the words of Stefan Bonner, I'm tapped out. Oh, <laughs> Well done. <laughs> Sorry. I brought it back around. You want to tell the fine people, Clopex and Rumsfelds alike, where they could find you? Oh, me. Oh, oh good Lord. <laughs> Sorry. He didn't want the Clopex fine. I, mean, I, I, got, I had to tap out. I was I was being suffocated. The air was coming out of my head. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, you can go to theacpn.com for fine, fine broadcasting pro, pro, programming. Can't talk anymore. <laughs> it's all that oxygen I've lost. Damn those damn brownies. <laughs> That's all right. They'll just pick them up and use them. It'll be fine. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it, they're still good. What about you? Uh, you know what, Chris? You're not, you're not allowed to talk about anything. <laughs> I already plugged my eBay site earlier. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll plug my stuff. Go over to Amazon. Find my book, The Dawn of Mars. I only wrote one book. I'm not as cool as some other people. You you but you've wrote a book. Yes. Chris, have you written a book? I haven't written a book. Okay, so so Chris and myself are one step behind you, Jeff. Yes. Yeah, the only writer in this podcast. That's well, right. And that's the way it's gonna stay. <laughs> I'm not gonna let anybody else that's written anything on here. I wanna write a book, I just don't know how to get it published. <laughs> do it the way I do it, do it yourself. <laughs> True. I published it for zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> but then it'll be like like the book report that I found from eighth grade. Well, that's the only problem. If you do it yourself, you have to do all the work. Which, after doing it, I would have rather have just paid someone. <laughs> or yeah, I'd rather have someone go, John. I'd love to do an adult swim book with you, and and let's let's do it. And I know this guy who uh, publishes books. Yeah, I keep looking for the person. I never find him. Yeah, me too. <laughs> that's like a good way to do it. <laughs> I keep asking people that, and the cops keep chasing me away from City Hall. <laughs> hey, do you know what he pushes books? <laughs> all right. So um, I think that's all we got for this week. Go over to our iTunes and check us out. Give us a five-star review. <coughs> uh, get me a glass of water. Get Or a cough button. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cough button? You're lucky I got a mic. <laughs> okay, so uh, make sure you're careful with the brownies, and uh, stay safe, neighbors.